Are we good? good? I think we're good, yeah. Have we got level? Yeah, everything is done. Okay. One, two. One, two. Yeah. One, two. Check, 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 check. Yeah. So, Jane and Star, new album. Yeah. So, you want to start from there? Yeah, um, we've got a new album out and... Um, yeah, yeah so face, your, your, face your biggest face fear. Face your biggest fear. And yeah. um, I think it's the most complete sounding album that we've ever done we love so. the comeback though the angel that was angel in the flames mm, yeah was, well that, that one was, that was a good comeback to i was very one, right? yeah i mean i was very proud of that album yeah. and um we did a tour supporting the wild hearts mm. now that the wild hearts are one of the bands that we get compared to a lot Okay. There's, there's a couple of bands that we get compared to. One of them's the Wild Hearts, another one's Three Coloured Red, you know. But we get compared to a couple of bands. And it's just a coincidence, but we do. And Anyway, so the Wild Hearts were touring, and this was in 2019? Yeah. And, yeah. Um, was it during the pandemic, right? During all this mess, you released it? No, 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 no. Well, just before. Oh, you released it just before? Yeah, yeah. I'm trying to get the dates right, but I, I believe, right, 2019... We, uh, we, we recorded the album. Yeah. We recorded it in 2018 and 2019. Because yeah. it, it, the way we record, I mean, mm -hmm. we've got the first album, Great Adventure Cigar. That's kind Everybody of... Everybody knows that. It's the benchmark. Yeah. yeah. So you have to kind of live it's up... It's a good follow-up. I have to tell you this. It's yeah. a great follow-up. You have to live up to that. And, and the thing was, we recorded that album back in the day yeah. when record, you could get a, an advance out of a record label. Sure. So we got... I think that the uh, our Great Adventure Cigar cost something like £50,000 to 50, record. That's a cheap one, isn't it? Well, it's, yeah. a, it's not a bad amount of money. What would you do with £50,000? I mean, £50,000 is a lot of money. Can you imagine how many pizzas that I'd get you? I mean, yeah, it would like... Yeah. Seriously, £50,000. Yeah. Ooh, I could get a few Les Pauls. Yeah, you can do a lot of stuff. You know. But I mean, compared to I'm just trying pop to think, albums. I'm just trying to think of how many um, vinyl records I could... Oh, yeah, well, yeah, I am... Um, I'm going off. How many pints of lager? How many pints of lager can you get for 50,000 pounds? <laughs> many pints, man. Yeah. Many so, pints. We love this port as well. Especially if you're in the Draper's Arms in Peterborough. But yeah. yes... I digress. So, Weatherspoon's pubs, very, very cheap. He has some story to tell you. Yeah. So, by the time you recorded the new album, the follow up. Around album, 2019. Yeah, yeah you mean yeah. Do you remember the Flames? Yeah, the January 2019. Yeah. Camden Rocks Festival. Do you remember that? Yeah. You played in the Monarch, the venue. That's was right. The I remember yeah. it. Yeah, yeah. Because I'm nice story. Yeah. I remember it really well. Yeah, go on. Yeah. It was a. Uh, you were playing in a headline gig. We're playing just yeah. before. Yeah, we we're band as well. Really? You were, was you playing? Yeah, yeah, yeah. We were playing like a couple of slots before. Did we? No, no, did, no, we did, were like a, the second you one just in came the after we finished. Afternoon. You didn't see us. Did, play. did we borrow your speaker caps? <laughs> no, that was the band before. I think. Right. Okay. Because we borrowed someone's Marshall caps. So what happened? Yeah. So I thought Janus Stark, who are those guys? And then 
when they, when you started playing, I thought, yeah, yeah, what does old guy <laughs> We didn't know Jane Stark. Never heard so, of him. So I said to myself, who's that old guy? <laughs> I, I was yeah, well, so old guys to come and tell you, put it down. Yeah, you know, put the guitar down, and you have your time to retire. Then you start playing. You killed us away. Yeah. I was like, shit, who is this band? Who is this yeah. guy? And I was he's like a prodigy guitarist. Yeah. I was like, what a fool can I was you jumping be up and down. do your research properly, right? So, one of the questions, what keeps you going after all these years? So many bands from the 80s, 90s. Your fucking lenses. Yeah. Yeah, well, I would say take advantage of it now because, you know, I'm... It, it might, it might not, it might not be lasting forever. I mean, look, the, it will last forever. Your no, will not. no. Your um, it will definitely last forever. The, the thing is, is right now we've yeah. got this album, and uh, we had to do this album uh, and the last one as well, Angel in the Flames. But this one feels very, very complete. Because you, know? you have to get out of. Great Adventure Cigar, you're always thinking, oh, the follow-up, like, it was like a mess. You had to do it, but now you're kind of free, isn't it? Well, yeah, but it's... After this one. Also, bear in mind as well, I mean, I've been in a few other bands, like, yeah, you know... A lot of bands, yeah. So, like, the English Dogs and things like that, and, and all of these bands have released albums, but you know, I just they never felt complete. They just never yeah. felt whole. Whereas this one... You know, each song just kind of ticks a box. Yeah. And then the final one just underlines it and says, yeah, this is it, you know? So it was the album that had to be. And, uh, but, but, but what I'm trying to say by that is enjoy it now, like we are doing. Because it's lasting forever. There might not be another one, you know? That's just the way it is. So you have something else? Yeah, so since the reunion in 2018, so... Tell me about your experiences since then in the industry. Well, um, one of the great things was... <laughs> it looks underwhelming. <laughs> well, size. no, one of the great things was yeah. actually getting signed by Time and Matter Records, which was like, I mean, that was fantastic. And that was really thanks to Alvin Gibbs, the bassist of the UK Subs. Okay. Okay, so the UK, we've loved that band forever. Mm -hmm. And... I've had a quite a strong connection with them. In fact, on the first album, Great Adventures Cigar, the song Enemy Lines is co-written with Charlie Harper. Sure. Floyd. Sure. No, no, Enemy ah, Lines. The first, Enemy the Lines. first song, Lines. the first song. I was yeah. in the UK subs. I played okay. guitar for the UK subs, not for a long time, because as soon as I started playing with them and it was looking good, mm -hmm. I'm going to join this band as a permanent member, the Prodigy thing happened. So then I got the job. Prodigy, prodigy. man. What, so, what a kind of time you so had. So then, basically, I saw, um, I went to see the UK subs and I, you know, I was hanging out with Alvin and I was talking to him about Jaina Stark and he said, well, why don't you ask our record label? Ask our record label and see if they'll sign you. And so, you know, it, he gave me, in fact, I think that he was there on that night. He said, I'll introduce you. Sure. So that was it. Alvin did it, really. So, so, and Time and Matter Records, they're a small independent label, but they are a great label and lovely guys. Their hearts are in the right place. This and was, they let you keep your artistic vision? Do your things like, yeah, as you more, like? Yeah, more than that. Their, their hearts, enough, their hearts and their morals enough. are in the right place. Now, listen, we did get offered a deal at the same time with mm. another label... And the guy, Simon, you'll remember this, the guy took us for a drink 
And all he was talking about was Nigel Farage. Do you remember that? <laughs> what the fuck is this? What about him? Like well, very, what about him? very fucking right wing. No, no, he's not a an, game. An, a horrible English guy that's associated with the fucking National Front. Yeah. You know, oh. I don't want to have anything to do with that shit. You know, so, I so mean. So you're talking about this thing. Now we were going out of music. Of course, something wrong with the music industry. And you know it because you start from the 80s. So you've seen the right way, which I believe it was. Well, the right way was buying records and then, and it, and then it turned to buying CDs. Exercise, get good with your, with your instrument, get a band together, rehearse, 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 play some gigs, yeah. get signed, and just you go on. But now you have to do all this other stuff. Yeah. How, how, how do you feel like nowadays artists and younger generation? They're, well, they're struggling to get to get through. Well, can you imagine what it's like for a guy who's 56 then? I mean, it's like when you're in a band and also at the same time you're your own PR person, yeah. it's exhausting. Like every We're artist, young, you every young artist right now. Together, man. I mean, I know you know, I've got, I've got a family and all that kind of stuff. And yeah. at the same time, I'm, I'm expected to sort of like rally mm. up people yeah. to come to the gigs. And it's like... Plus, you're like a guitar teacher, so you do yeah. your teachings, you have your other stuff as well, your yeah, family yeah. stuff. Yeah. yeah. Now, what, what I think is, obviously, we're all hoping uh, and maybe trying to be active in creating like a, the next step of rock and roll, you, you know? You think there is? You think, you think it's coming? There's always a chance, why not? Yeah. You know? I was talking with him and I was yeah. thinking There's this always sentiment. a good chance. I was thinking this sentiment. Think about jazz. There was a time in history it was the top thing, mm. the coolest thing. You know what happened? The drop, rock and roll came in, swoop in, killed it. Killed it, man. It never came back to the point where it's like popular anymore. So you think there is a chance for rock and roll to top the charts, I mean popular charts? It might not be called rock and roll next time. Some and, style, and some subgenre. And also it could be deviated. I mean, let's face it, yeah. rock and roll is a crossover of two forms of music, isn't it? More than that. It's yeah. a crossover yeah. of blues and gospel. So that's what started rock and roll. That's what started Elvis Presley's rock and roll. Mm -hmm. And, you know, the Beatles saw that and they fused that with, you know, other styles like doo-wop and girl bands and things like that. Yeah. So... And also, you know, um, I'm trying to think, what's it called now? But, you know, kind of music hall stuff. So the Beatles created their, this the band brand thing. new form of yeah, music. Yeah, it was brand okay. new, wasn't it? And if you, if you ask me personally, whenever you hear Twist and Shout, to me, that's the beginning of Garage Rock. You know, that's, that's the start yeah, of Garage yeah, definitely. Rock. And John Lennon's voice... Yeah. Distorting yeah. from all the singing he did all day. Yeah. So he distorted. He said, "Oh, he has this tone in his voice." Yeah, but it also, was because he was singing twelve hours per day. Man. But also That's the, why. you know, the guitars and the drums. I mean, yeah, yeah. Ringo's drums sound fantastic on yeah, that song. Maybe yeah. greatest. I mean, everything just snaps into place. You know, everything just snaps. So you think there is still hope? There is there's still gonna be a rock and roll band. Listen, as long as there's. As long as there's guitars, as long as there's amplifiers, as long yeah. as there's like a really dingy place to, to practice, mm -hmm. there's always going to be some sure. form of dirty, low down rock and roll coming out. Yep. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's a good and, news and that's, and that's what I want, you know? Yeah. I mean, you know. Acoustic guitar selling like crazy. Yeah. So I think more and more generation getting into this singer songwriter style. Yeah, solo. As a solo. We've noticed that there are not so many. Electric. Bands, electric bands like yeah. together. Um, well, it's just got to change, isn't it? It's, yeah. It's, it's yeah. You know, 
people have just got to plug in. I mean, personally, I, I can't really get excited very much by an acoustic guitar. It's a grandpa guitar, isn't it? <laughs> to me, I mean, I'm always into electric. Yeah. I don't know anything about... I mean, I do... I can't play an acoustic guitar, of course. You know all the chords out of the scene. But, uh, but um, <laughs> I don't really get fired up by it, to me. I have yeah. to plug it in. I mean, if I went on eBay looking for a guitar, I wouldn't be looking for an acoustic, you know? Yeah. What you got? Yeah, so it looks like bands are not popular anymore. They're all solo artists, individuals, nowadays. Um, but, but you're still but, hopeful about all this Mate, things, I'm not the it? only one who's hoping. Imagine yeah. if you're a drum teacher. Ima imagine yeah. if you're teaching the drums. You won... Listen... Um, you won the band thing. It's not just that. I mean, when, when you get a guitar and a singer playing with a drummer, there's yeah. a sexiness and a power that is no way there when it's just the guitarist and the singer. I mean, yeah, you get a guy, he's got a good voice, he's playing the guitar, yeah. maybe slapping it all over the place as well. And everyone's going, oh, isn't that good? Oh, look at him. Oh, he's good, isn't he? Oh. <laughs> and I'm just thinking, he's shit, get the fuck out of it. I mean, it's, to me, as soon as you get the drums in, it's like, whoa. Then it start happening. That, then it start happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. When you, we when, when we did... But of course, as soon as you get the drums in, yeah. the guy has to plug in because he can't be heard. So it changes it. Yeah, it know? changes everything. You need the drums. You need the drums. We did many open mics and I always felt, no matter how beautiful the song was, it was really lonely without yeah. the... Very depressing. The yeah. feel of the rhythm. Yeah, you need you, the drums. You're naked. You're just completely naked. When you're with the drums, you feel like a superhero. It makes you... You have like a rhythm behind you. Like it makes you think, that, like, doesn't it? You know, you've got to look after your drummers. <laughs> yeah, definitely. What about yours? You're happy with him, right? Yeah, Foz, he's, you know, he's our brother. Yeah. Everybody he, play, he plays some of the greatest fills that you're yeah. ever going to hear. He's got lovely fills. Yeah. Yeah. So if you like that... Check them out. Definitely, man. We heard everything. The other thing about Foz is that he knows how to tune a drum kit, and that's... Oh, that's a That's thing. important. That's important. You know, from our show, everybody... You know, you've been asked this question so many times about Great Adventure Cigar, but people want to know more about the sound of the guitars, the, the, the production. Yeah. And uh, it sounds like this whole mid-rangey kind of guitar. So it's like very compact. It's not like really hurting your ears. Do you feel like it was this time of punk, then going to post-punk and... <sighs> going to grunge, I There guess. was a bit of a grunge influence. There was a bit of grunge Yeah, grunge well, I mean, it's there. the 90s, isn't it? Um, yeah. I mean, see, when I was in the English Dogs, yeah. we were, well, we went through a period that's, you know, crossover, very metallic. And then I just got very heavily into the Gibson SG. Now, a Gibson, a Gibson SG... Heavy guitar, very heavy guitar. Well, no, I think, it, no, I don't think it is. I think a Gibson SG is more bluesy. In fact, if you get like... Mm, if it you, depends how you play it, I guess, right? No, I mean, if you get one of those early Gibson SGs, and I don't mean you don't put Dimasio pickups in it or anything like that, you okay. know, you, you standard, standard, totally standard. As it comes from the, the house. The PAFs. It's, yeah, PAFs. Yeah. It's just got a very kind of warm, creamy sound yeah. that no other guitar has got. So you're not going to get the same thing from a Les Paul. A Les Paul is much heavier sounding guitar. But a, um, an SG has got kind of like a creaminess, right? Now, when we did the album with the English Dogs, when we, with the English Dogs, we did an album called All the World's a Rage, and I used an SG for, for the whole album. If 
but for everything. Yeah. Okay, and I was kind of like thinking to myself, oh man, the guitar's not heavy enough, but I thought, but it's got a tone. The, it's kind of a really nice, sweet, embracing tone. Mm -hmm. You know, it's got a tone that's very warm and it, it invites you in. My, it's, it's, it's not like a harsh metallic thing. And then when we went into the studio to record Great Adventure Cigar, the producer, he had a 59 Les Paul. Wow, a he had some, yeah, some toys to play, right? Yeah, he had like a 19, <laughs> 1960 Gibson SG. He had, yeah, he had loads and loads of very, very amazing. Yeah. He had a collection of Gibsons. Um, we used some, some single core guitars as well. He had a single core Gibson SG. That was unusual. You got so many compliments for other artists, like Foo Fighters. Yeah, they liked it. They, they, they really liked it. I mean, they were, in their first albums, they were playing this kind of thing, in it? Like this crossover, you call it crossover with punk and heavy metal? Is it it's acceptable gonna, for you? I guess because of the 90s as well, there's going to be a little bit of, um, you know, there'll be a bit of grunge in there. There'll be a little bit of Nirvana in there. You know, a bit of the Seattle sound. Yeah. And also in England, or rather Great Britain, should I say. Yeah. The UK. The United Kingdom. We had um, Therapy. Uh, they were fantastic, fantastic band, band yeah. and we were really influenced by them. Mm -hmm. um, they had an album called Trouble Gum, and we loved it. Uh, and at the same time, there was a band called China Drum. So again, these two bands were creating a sound, and we were like, oh, man, we're digging this. But it's the 90s. You know, you can't deny Nirvana... Soundgarden, Alice in Chains. The first Metallica album in the 90s. Which, I mean, well, come on. The sound, the sound, I mean. I mean, when, you, when you mention Metallica, for me, it's always Kill Em All, Ride the Lightning, Master of Puppets. The good stuff. The yeah. three. Yeah. Then Game Over, right? No. You're not that kind of guy. <laughs> Justice for All and Black album are great. No, yeah, I, I great. like them. I just don't like St. Anger. Yeah. It's a great album with a bad production. I don't even, well, the, the songs I don't think good. it's a great I mean, album. You, you can, like, concentrate. Well, there was with a, there was a first... sounding snare. It sounds yeah. like an Italian casserole. Yeah, you know, I mean... It, empty it, tin sound. Yeah. yeah, I mean, it just completely puts me off. Freaking hell. So you, you, you lived all this time with the, with the 90s, man. It's like all these bands... Well, the 90s was, was a... It was a great time for You were in the yeah. 80s as well, of course, don't get me wrong. Yeah, but the 80s sucked. I mean, the best thing about <laughs> the 80s, well, come on, it was, it was the era... Heavy metal was good. Yeah, that was good, that but, was the, but good. the era of, of yuppie. Everywhere you looked, there was someone looking like George Michael. It was a bloody awful time for music. Um, well, he was good. He was good for Metallica. It was good for Underground. Why do you think, you know, obviously, yeah, we, yeah. Were, we were listening to, like, Dag Nasty... Mm -hmm. um, Dead Kennedys. What, what are you discharge. on this post-punk style? Like The Cure yeah. or Suxi and the Banshees? Oh, I love yeah. Suzy and the Banshees. You listen to that stuff. So oh, that God. was 80s, man. That was cool stuff. Suzy and the Banshees were fantastic. Yeah. One of my favorite bands right from the first album. Amazing band. They always had good guitarists. They always did. And yeah. in not some so albums, Robert Smith played there as well. Um, yeah, he, he did. He, I'm he not did. so hot on The Cure. I mean, A Forest was almost my favorite song by The Cure. The first ones, the first albums were like killer, man. 30 um, seconds. But that, that particular song, A Forest. Wow. That was something, right? I've actually, uh, I've been in a band with Perry Bermonte, The, um, the oh, Cure. Really? 
Yeah, um, he was a guitarist, guitarist and keyboardist. I was in a band with him. And right. I, I actually had a chance to You've play. You've so many bands, right? I played, it, I played A Forest with him. With the guy that from the, kill. the fucking forest. Yeah. Well, no, he didn't record The Forest. I think he came in later. Ah, he just played it like Hmm. Yeah. What you got? You've been, you've been on Foo Fighters stage also. Yeah. Were you? Yeah. Yeah. That was... Um, now, there's a story... Who's the coolest Foo Fighter? Yeah. yeah. There's a story behind that. Uh, yeah. and, and that is... Um, I was with the Prodigy and I was with Liam. Liam's the main Liam songwriter, yep. okay, yeah. the guy at the back. Um, and we were in a van going to the sound check and he turned to me and says, who do you reckon we should get to support us on the next tour? And I just said, oh, that's easy, Foo Fighters. So you knew them <laughs> just before because of the van, of course, right? So we, we already knew the band, because we'd played with them at festivals mm -hmm. and we met them loads of times. Yeah. But Liam is saying, who should we get on tour with us when we play in the UK? But it is a good fit as an energy, I think. Well, I mean, I, to me, it was just so obvious. It was just like, yeah, Foo Fighters, easy, you know. And so, and Liam, this is the power of Liam. <laughs> Liam got, he, he was prodigy boss, right? Li <laughs> Liam got on the phone there and then. And he did it and like this. phoned up his agent yeah. The Prodigy agent. And then their agent phoned immediately Foo Fighters agent. And Just like bang, that, he got them. It happened Game over. Straight away. Game over. <laughs> so now look. That's so that's the power of Liam. Wow. Now then, this is the story. So the first gig, the Foo Fighters were coming to do their sound check. So mm. I could see them and I was thinking, it's the Foo Fighters, you know. And, uh, and I had my guitar world, you know, where, where I tune up my guitars. Sure. You know, and um, I was by the side of the stage and they were walking towards the stage pretty slowly, looking at each other and talking. Mm. And then I just started playing Monkey Wrench. Mm. And then the whole riff. <laughs> and Dave, Dave Grohl came up to me and goes, hey, you know that song? And I, said, <laughs> I, like right. and I said, yes, I do. That's right. Yes, I, I goes, definitely do, And Dave. then he said the words in slow motion. Do you wanna play it with us? <laughs> Tell me, how long did it take you to learn that? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Now, how long did it take? Uh, well, we, uh, the mad thing was, is that- Are you playing guitar in your sleep, mate? Tell me this. Jane, You're doing like this in no, your sleep. No, this, this is the mad thing. English Dogs, when we were in a transition period between English Dogs and Jane Stark, we covered Monkey Wrench. Oh. We, we played it. Crazy. We played the song live. That's how I knew it. So who is the coolest Foo Fighter? I know it's not it's Dave. Dave. Oh, of course he is. <laughs> ah, you love him, right? Hey, come on. He had such a, I don't know, backlash after Kirk died, I guess. All great. these conspiracy I think he's a <laughs> I think he's a great guy. And he looks I, like a great guy. People fucking love him. I enjoyed the, the times that I spent with him. I enjoyed all of them. That was yeah. good. Yeah. But do you think it's like a general, like normal outcome? Like when you're that big, that successful, people will hate you as well? It's something you have to take with you. And so I think the main thing to worry about isn't necessarily getting big. I think the main thing is getting rich. Nah. It, because with wealth <laughs> comes stupidity. Oh, okay. Oh. Um, well, unfortunately, I think it does. You know, I think that when a lot of people make money, they talk rubbish, you know. And, yeah. And, and they, they, one of the reasons why is because, listen, it's, it's, not, it's not 
everywhere. It's not everyone's story. But a lot of people, when they become rich, they hang out with other people that are rich. That are rich yeah. But those other people really don't have that much to say. So like Let's for, just get the money. For instance, they will say something like this. Oh, I'm really a big fan of Coldplay. <laughs> you don't I, like Coldplay? I, no, I hate them. <laughs> and, and then so... <laughs> So then they'll start liking Coldplay. You know, it's, it's, it's a similar thing to... I better not say it, actually, just in case I offend Now you're gone. But no, no, I won't. You're gone. But no, I won't. I'm sure they but, they but miss these things. We miss artists talking their mind. I'm basically... This is your job, actually. I'm it's in the job description. I'm saying what I need to say. <laughs> a lot of people, when they make huge amounts of money, yeah. start hanging around with other people that are also wealthy. The club. That are stupid. He's the club. Yeah. <laughs> and, and they rub off onto them, okay? So the person is probably awesome, but they're starting to hang around with this, all right? Did you have the chance to take this part and say, oh, no, you know what? Fuck this shit. I want to... Keep my integrity and keep my style. Well, I'm not in the prodigy anymore, am I? So, that, oh, so that was it. That should tell you enough. So, do you, do you have like some bad feelings with the prodigy? Uh, no. Bad blood or something? No. I mean, I, mean, I don't want to do some gossip or no, no, stuff, you know no, absolutely not. You keep their good stuff, right? I think they're great. They're they're fucking great. Yeah. Yeah. I mean. You know, Flea said something when he inducted Metallica on the Hall of Fame. He said. You can get the best musicians in the world. You put them in the room. That doesn't mean they can have the best fun. Absolutely. You, they can be amazing artists, but they cannot. I think the most. Click with I you. think the most. The, the most important thing to do is to try and hang on mm -hmm. to your whatever you want to call it. Hang on to your roots. Hang on to your ego. Whatever you want to call it. Hang on to yourself. Yeah. Yeah. Last question. Last, last question. question. Well, what would you say to the young artists nowadays? Any uh, advice or messages? Do what the hell you want. Play as loud and dirty and as just do whatever you want. Look at the support bands we've got. They're great. Do they what the hell you want. Work hard. <sighs> Try and practice and enjoy life, you know. Yeah, yeah. Make it, make it dirty or look like a guy that... Turn it up. Play really loud. Offend people. Just play what you want and play it loud. I'll do that. Thank you. Give me the last <laughs> line. Give me the last line. A goodbye to Keith. We all got soaked. Oh, mate. Yeah. Well, that should, never, amazing artist, that should yeah. never have happened. Keith died way too early. Same as John Lennon. Same as Elvis Presley. They shouldn't have died that early. Yeah. It's a crime. They shouldn't have died that early. So why why, why have they died? Why have they died when there's so many arseholes walking around? Why have they died? Why didn't those arseholes die? Was Sorry, it? I'm not pointing no, at you. No, 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 no. <laughs> maybe maybe, maybe to rest in peace earlier yeah. than they... Uh, well, you know... They deserve Keith, it. Keith shouldn't have died that young. It's as simple as that, you know. It's just... You're lacking, right? Yeah, absolutely. 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 Okay, so that was it. Our legend, top 100 all-time guitarist, maybe top 50. I mean, for me, it's like top 20, yeah. but it's just me. Peterborough man. punk legend. Yeah. That's it. Thanks a lot, man. Thank you. Okay.
Amazing. Thank you. You say some cool shit. Wait! I have to stop you there. Don't forget to subscribe to the channel and hit that notification bell. Visit our website to join our mail list to receive news and special offers around the band and the show. Feel free to talk shit about things you like or dislike. And please support us through Patreon so we can keep making awesome content for you. Follow us on social media and don't forget, in a fight between idiots, nobody wins. Until next time.